Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. edition of Ask the Experts, your source of information on all things involving your home, your life, your finances, your health, and so much more with our rotating group of experts. I'm your host, Brian Fitzgerald. If you want to catch up with old episodes of Ask the Experts, just go to the Odyssey app or anywhere else you get your podcasts and search for Ask the Experts. Joining us this week is a regular here, Sunil Verma from Austin Business Brokers. Thank you for joining us today, Sunil. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Our subject today is knowing when it's a good time to buy or sell a business. Let's start from the selling standpoint. What should you look for and when is a good time to sell? When someone is looking to sell their business and they reach out to Austin Business Brokers, I would imagine whether or not it's a good time to sell their business is one of the first questions, right? Uh, Yes. Uh, In every conversation, usually the first question is whether it's the buyer or the seller. Well, is it a good time to buy a business right now? Or do you think I should sell the business? I'm a little confused with the things going on in the economy and uh, with my personal situation, but I just wanted to see whether I should wait or not. So typically the best time to sell a business, you know, and business owners need to plan this ahead of time and uh, go for the right timing. Like they say, timing is everything. So the best time for a business owner is to put the business on the market when it's on the upward trend in both terms of uh, the top line, that is sales, and the bottom line, which are the net profits, which is what the owner keeps in his pocket after paying all expenses and uh, cost of goods and everything else. Ideally, it's best when the business has been doing well year after year for the last few years, three, five, six years, and is doing better year to date or year over year compared to the previous year. That tells a couple of things. One, the business is not only doing better, but also it has room for improvement. That's a very attractive scenario for any potential buyer. You know, buyer walks in and he says, hey, uh, this is the business, the price is this much. I'm not sure, let me call the guy, let me call the broker and look at the paperwork. And when he starts to dig deep into it, he will feel more comfortable having those trends showing up on the P&Ls and the financials. Remember, you know, when people buy a business, unlike buying a house or any other property, they don't need to look at the pictures, see how beautiful it is and all this stuff. The profit and loss statements, the tax returns, that paints the complete picture for any potential buyer. So 
you know, that's what I would tell uh, business uh, owners. If they are doing well, but they did poorly four years ago, but now they're trending back to normal, and sometimes it might be prudent to for them to just hang on for another year. And uh, all those things needs planning. But sometimes business sales are not planned. You know, they could be, uh, for whatever reason, the business owner must sell the business right away, and whether it's health or relocation or whatever. So that's why if the business owner knows he's going to retire in two, three years, or his wife is going to retire in two, three years, and she has made it clear they want to relocate to uh, a state where their grandkids live, now might be a good time to sell the business rather than wait uh, two more years. Who knows what the uh, trends might be or how the business might fare two years from now. When it's on the up, sell it now, sit on the cash, and plan ahead. So, now, what are some of the common mistakes made when selling a business? Well, I'll tell you two. First one is, and this is very common, waiting too long to sell the business. Like the example I told you before. You know, the business, you walk in there, they're doing pretty good. Their business is worth maybe a couple of million dollars, and they've been happy with the business. Everything is fine. They're year to year, they're steady. Uh, profits are coming in. Everything is on autopilot. Well, they want to sell, they want to retire in five years, four years, or whatever. And they're not in a rush to sell, and they have plans. Maybe their kids will take over the business, or they're thinking, uh, I want to, I have a property, I want to finish building it, and then sell the property, and then sell the business and move ahead. And many of those scenarios don't pan out like the business owners might have planned. I've seen some cases where the business might have been worth $2 million, and you walk, come back again three years later and talk to them, and they're not doing too good. They're not even, their business is not even worth two, dollars $300,000. Things have gone awry. Either the kids have had a falling out, and they said they don't want to buy the business, or the employees uh, did something, or somebody started competing with them. You never know what might happen. So the biggest mistake I see business owners, when they know they have to sell, they wait too long. They think time is on the side, and it's something like, a business will appreciate like a property? No, it doesn't happen. Uh, uh, the business is very fluid, and you have to keep on top of it every day. Now, the other mistake people, uh, business owners make is selling it too soon. You know, they spend their time, they build up the place, uh, and they lease the property, shell, and they put in $100,000, $200,000 on fixtures and fittings, and they're ready to open, and a week later, they call me and say, hey, I want to sell the business. How long have you been in business? A week. Why are you selling? Well, my partner walked out on me. Or I think it's a mistake. I'm not really into it. I'm not into selling ice cream or whatever. Or somebody sold me this franchise. They told me it's going to be this. But by the time I was done, my expenses, they promised me it's going to be $100,000 to set it up, and it ended up $300,000. I went out. Well, you know, you ain't going to get much. You're going to get pennies to your dollar. Unless it's a very reputable franchise and it costs about $300,000 to start one and the guy is looking for the franchise already and he's in your area, he'll buy it, not for 300000 maybe for 100000 150. He'll try to get you out of there and uh, remember, you still have a lease, maybe a 10-year lease. Uh, you have a commitment to pay the landlord maybe half a million dollars in rent over the next five years or seven years and it might be a scenario for you but this is not a good return on your investment. So selling too early is also a mistake. Sometimes people buy a business. I had a call last week. Some gentleman bought a business, not familiar with the industry at all. 
and he thought he'll buy it as an investment. Uh, the business wasn't uh, very, in, very in good shape in terms of the looks. And he was told he's making this much money. He cleaned it up and everything. He thought he was going to flip it, just like people flip houses. Well, he can't flip it. But he's not making the money he was told he's making. And uh, if he were to sell it today or even put it in the market, he'd be lucky if he'd get about 70% of what he paid in. So selling a business too early and waiting too long is the most common mistakes we see in business owners uh, when they're ready to sell the business. Sunil Verma from Austin Business Brokers is joining us. Let's talk about some things that business owners can do to improve their chances of selling their business. What should they know about their business before they are looking to sell? Uh, yes. Uh, let, let, let's see. The business owner knows his business better than anybody else, better than the business broker or better than his landlord or better than his customer. Similarly, he knows the industry better than other business people because he's been in the business for a number of years and he knows it very well. So there are three levels of looking at the business. Number one, internal. Look at your specific business in terms of your rent, your lease, your location, and sometimes it might be better to change the location to get more traffic coming into your business. If you're looking ahead down the line, uh, long-term basis, look at your employees, look at your employee management, how do you manage them, whether you have non-competes, whether you have manuals, all those kind of things. And a very good tool is a free tool on our website, on our homepage. You go in there, you answer about 20 questions on the questionnaire. Honestly, you have to be very honest about it. And you might get a score anywhere from 60 to 100. And uh, that will tell you why your score is down. It'll give you an idea of what you need to improve. Look at all those 20 different factors and improve one of them or all of them one by one. And I guarantee you, if you go back a year, two years later, your score would have changed and have, would have improved if you implemented all those things uh, that are lagging in your business. Secondly, then you look at not just your business, step out a little bit. Look at the industry. How's the industry faring in terms of new technology? and new things uh, coming into the market. Uh, no business is immune from being uh, permanent, uh, like being set for the rest of your life. I remember we had conversations with businesses. They wanted to sell, but they said, you know, I'm in no rush. This business is not going to go everywhere. I have the license from the city for 30 years, and they have promised nobody else will come in. Let's say, for example, a pedicab business. Now you have Uber, you have uh, uh, Lyft, and you have those uh, scooters uh, strewn around all over downtown. You haven't seen a pedicab in years, right? Yeah. So that's what happened. Industries get wiped out. So you left. You have to look at the industry-wide. Same thing with cab companies. Their value has gone down because they're competing with Uber and Lyft, and Uber and Lyft don't have all those regulations. They have to follow in expenses. And then you have to look at the general economy, how the trend, whether... Are we heading to inflation, recession? The cost of borrowing money, is it going up or down? Or whether it's just blue skies ahead? All those things will impact your business, directly or indirectly. So those three things, if you can analyze individually, that will give you pretty much an idea, help you figure out when to time your sale of your business. You can find that questionnaire he mentioned at abbtx.com. Austin Business Brokers, 512-800-7085 is the number if you want to give Sunil and his team a call. 
If you are looking to buy or sell a business, Austin Business Brokers can help you know when the time is right. We're going to take a quick break here on Ask the Experts. In a moment, we're going to talk to Sunil about the other side of the sale, the buyer. When is a good time for someone to buy a business? about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back here on Ask the Experts, your show for all things about your life, your health, your home, your money, and so much more. As always, we are joined by one of our rotating cast of experts, and today we are joined by Sunil Verma from Austin Business Brokers. You can reach them by going to abbtx.com or by calling 512-800-7085. If you have a question you would like Sunil to answer on a future episode, you can go to abbtx.com slash radio and fill out the form, and we will feature it on a later show. Sunil, in the last segment, we talked about the seller. Let's turn it around and now talk about the buyer. What are some signs it's a good time to buy a business? Well, this is interesting. I get a lot of uh, potential business buyers asking the same question. Is this a good time to buy a business? I've been thinking about it for the last couple of years, but I haven't been serious, but I'm thinking about it. Tell me, what do you think? And I can tell you right off the bat, 90% of the business brokers they don't want to talk to business buyers or potential business buyers. For them, it's a waste of time. They want to speak with business sellers because they have, once they secure the listing, they have a contract, they can sell it. You cannot sell anything from an empty cart. So they need listings in order to do business. I love speaking with potential buyers. To me, it just lets me pick the brain. If they're patient, I can speak to them for an hour. I had a conversation with one gentleman this morning, and, uh, well, you know, I pretty much uh, explained him how it works, and uh, he wasn't ready to buy a business. So, you know, business buyers, they give you a lot of information. And when they ask, we ask them, you know, how much money they have, how much uh, income they're looking for, what's the source of the income, what kind of... uh, a job they have that they need to replace and uh, whether they're in a position to buy a business or not. And once in a while, we'll get a very serious person and then whether it takes a week or two weeks, a month, we come across a business that might be a good fit, that'll be the first person we'll contact and inform and hopefully uh, he'll make a, a good decision and give him time to think about it. And if he wants it, that's 
he gets the first dibs on it. But just like a business owner, the business buyer also has to look at all those things. You know, in, uh, look at the business individually, then look at the industry, and then look at the general uh, economy, how it's trending and everything. Because you know, if he buys a business in an industry that's hot, and if the business is doing very well, that's a good time for the owner, for the business uh, buyer to buy the business. Because not only will it continue to make money, but he will return his get a return on investment at a rapid pace. In general, any time is a good time to buy a business. Unlike a business seller who has to time it, any time for a business buyer is good. If he has the guts, if he has the temperament, and if he has the aptitude to run a business, let's say the economy is doing bad and the business is... Uh, you know, on a downward trend. Well, you can pick up a good deal because these things are cyclical. They go up and down. He might buy a business for a couple of hundred thousand dollars, which in a couple of years will be worth half a million dollars. He picked up a good deal. And he had the patience and he had the fortitude and he had the sight to look ahead rather than the seller who was a little desperate in selling the business. Okay? And... Typically, a business buyer looks at two things. How safe is his investment and what's the return? Now, if you compare this vehicle of investment to other, let's say you go in the stock market, you consider yourself fortunate if you're making a return of 6, 8, 10%. If you put your money in the bank, 2% is all you can hope. If you buy a business, you can get a 30 to 50% return on investment. And, uh, you know, a decent side business, we're talking about four or $500,000. If the business is worth uh, 100000 or less, you can get your money back in a year and a half. All right, so anytime is a good time uh, to buy the business. Uh, but here's the thing what business uh, buyers need to ask themselves, and they have to be honest about it. We do have them fill out a questionnaire, but they have to figure it out even before approaching a broker or looking for a business. What's the risk of tolerance? A lot of people are not meant to buy a business. There's only about 17% of the population that owns businesses in the United States. It's not like everybody wants to buy the business. There are some people who might dream about buying a business, who might think about it, but they're not in a position to buy a business. They have student loans, maybe $70,000, $80,000. Then they get married. They have kids, and they're the sole you know, breadwinner in the family. They cannot just quit the job and start a business or buy a business and risk that. So it's not... It's how they have been, uh, you know, pigeoned in, and there's not much you can do to help them unless they have a spouse who's also making a living and one of them can take a chance and go out and, you know, buy a business. Secondly, I get this conversation very often. Business owners, they want to be a business owner. They want to buy a business. They don't care. Even if it makes them $50,000 a year, they're happy. But they don't want to spend more than $70,000 to buying a business. And by the way, they want to keep the job, but they want to hire a manager to run the business for them. Well, you got to pay the manager whatever it is, at least $50,000 a year. And then what are you going to be left with? Nothing. So that's the, you know, thinking when they looking to buy a business. And I tell them, you're barking up the wrong tree. Go ahead and just put the money in the bank or buy some dividend stocks and you'll do much better than, uh, you know, worrying about running a business. All right. So commitment is the main thing. And you need to look at yourself and uh, figure out 
how much time you can put in and what industry you can go in. If you are, let's say, a bookkeeper by trade, you should be buying a mechanic business where you have to work with your hands and have to have knowledge. You need to have enough knowledge to train your employees down the road, you know, if you get a new employee. So think of all those things. Don't rush in and just be honest with you. Uh, but like I said, for a business owner, buyer, potential buyer, anytime is a good time. When you're ready, you'll find a great deal, especially if the market is down. But if the market is hardened, everything is price high, you got to be patient. You'll still find something. We talked about common mistakes sellers make. What are some common mistakes the buyer makes? Seems like it's an ebb and flow to timing when selling. Is the same thing for buying? Is is timing everything? Yeah, for business buyers, you know, here's the thing. Everybody thinks, well, they see a business for sale. Let's say a liquor store or gas station. Everybody and his uncle is interested in buying the business. They call, they inquire about it, but they don't follow up. They just think about having a cash cow and making money. But the two things, two biggest mistakes, it's like the same coin flipped over. Either overthink the whole thing about buying a business or they don't think it through. And or rather they overthink it and not pull the trigger. They'll look at the business. They'll think about it. They'll ask their wife, think about it, ask the lawyer, think about it, ask their CPA, think about it, ask their neighbors, family, everything. So they overthink it, and by the time they call back a couple of months later, I'm still thinking, what do you think? What should my next step? And I tell them, sorry, the business is gone. Somebody else bought it. Paralyzed by their indecisiveness. Exactly. Even when they have everything in front of them, and even when I can tell they're qualified and they'll be the right candidate for the business. Of course, I'm not the one who's making the decision. They have to make it for themselves. But I can give a little input. I'm not out there selling them or pushing them to buy anything. But if I see the business is not the right fit, I usually will nudge them, say, you know what, maybe something else will be better. This business, yeah, but you'll have to put so much time and everything else. Uh, are you sure you want to buy the business? Well, all that is still not a bad scenario. Uh, you know, there's no such thing as time being wasted. Everybody learns from those experiences. I learn from it, they learn from it, and the next time they're looking to buy a business, they'll do a little things a little smarter. And as a business broker, I learn some things about human nature, you know. Now, that's still a better outcome than not thinking it through and rushing it. You, you know, like you, you could talk to a lot of businesses, they call you, and usually they are not good uh, opportunities for business brokers. They people don't think it through. They either sign up to a franchise or franchise agreement, or they buy a business. I mean, I've bought, I've sold businesses to people, and fortunately, they have done okay. But right after closing, they're coming and say, "I want to cancel lease. You just signed it yesterday. Why do you want to cancel?" Well, my partner didn't sign it, so that's that's fine. You you were just on the lease. It's just you, and uh, you fill in the application and everything. Well you know what, he doesn't want to buy the business, he wants out, he doesn't want to put it. So that's a good example of not thinking it through. If you're going to go into partnership, make sure you have a partnership agreement or LLC or corporation. Same thing with the buying individually. Think it through. Uh, I'd rather you, you think for a few months and don't buy it instead of buying it and calling you back in three months. Hey, I want to sell my business. Or even worse, I'm driving 
buy six months later and the business is out of business. You know, it's closed down. I've had people buy businesses, retail businesses, hire employees, and uh, four months later they call me and say, hey, I'm closing down. The employee doesn't want to work and I'm living in a different state. I don't want to, well, you spent $400,000 buying the business. I don't care. Get me on the lease. I can't. Speak with the landlord. Maybe he'll cut a deal with you. And start leasing it out to somebody else. Maybe somebody will buy the business. See, that's what experts are for. Sunil and everyone at Austin Business Brokers are part of our team here at Experts. And you can give them a call at 512-800-7085 or go to abbtx.com for help navigating both sides of a business sale. Austin Business Brokers is your local expert for both buying and selling a business. Give them a call now for a free consultation. 512-800-7085. Sunil, we are almost out of time. Is there anything that we missed? No, that's good. I think uh, everything is up in the air, but it's a great time. There's a lot of activity in the market, and it's a good time to explore your options of whether buying or selling the business. And uh, I'm always there to help uh, anybody who feels like picking up the phone and give me a call or contacting me. And the best way is to just set up a consultation for the website. That's easy. Absolutely. ABBTX.com slash radio. If you have any questions you want us to cover with Sunil and Austin Business Brokers, go to ABBTX.com slash radio and we will address it on a future episode. Austin Business Brokers, 512-800-7085 or ABBTX.com. Sunil, thank you so much for coming by the studio and joining us. All right, thank you. And we'll have more for you here next time on Ask the Experts. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.